don't do anything for free I keep my enemies closer than my mirror ever gets to me And if you think that there is shelter in this attitude Where do you feel the warmth of my gratitude? I get the feeling that it's two against one Already fighting me, so what's another one? Hello and welcome to episode 36, also known as season 2, episode 7 of the fourth time around. We are still here. It's not in much demand. Demand is low, but but production is high. Uh, I, as always, am your host, Ross Everett, Olsa Everett, with me, my two co-hosts, Gregory Clyde Wolf the second. Greg, what's the next superhero show on Broadway? <laughs> I don't, I hope none after the debacle. Well, come on, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, come on, what do we got? Aquaman, the musical, something. I really hope not. I really, really hope not. Like, all right, well. Yeah. All right, well, our also co-host on the left side, all the way from Arkansas, but broadcasting live in Irving. He made it through the rain. Michael Mayala, how you doing, Mike? That's right, doing well. Because you did, uh, you did send me a text uh, on yes. Saturday night that said you That's may right. never <laughs> make it back into Texas. That's right. It was... For some reason, every time I go to Arkansas to visit, um, there's some sort of natural disaster going on weather-wise. Uh, you think last that's time related it, to you? I don't know. Because last time around Christmas, it was snow and ice. Almost got me stuck. Um, and this time it was flooding. And we haven't seen this much flooding in probably years there. It's just been insane. Um, Would you say you haven't seen that much flooding since it flooded when I was there? Uh, quite possibly, yeah. yeah, yeah, and because usually it floods in the fall, and this is yeah, spring. it's yeah. um well, excellent, yeah. So global warming, I think. Well, is there something going on in the background, like a click? Do you guys hear that? Sorry, that was me. We'll cut. What that the out. fuck are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I was playing with the you? thing on the thing. <laughs> You're like, a, it's like trying to have a show with a child. Sorry, uh, yeah, I forget. This is no. A child would sit there, there being, being very good. <laughs> yeah, is there a sh- is there something shiny on that end? No, that I'm just... sorry, I wasn't thinking about what I was doing. All right, well that's good because we're gonna go all the way to our first segment. Greg <laughs> in space. So, for those of you playing the Home of Dice game, this is where Greg possibly describes a future invention or something, which he, in fact, has reached the stars and what he's doing up there, or maybe he has some cosmology to present to us all. Greg, how are you? Uh, I'm actually doing pretty bad uh, with the news I got yesterday. Uh, yeah. The uh, they've decided to shut down the SETI project for right now, and SETI, of course, is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah, and uh, they were using this new radio telescope system paid by one of the co-founders of Microsoft called the Allen Telescope Array. Uh-huh. And uh, basically, due to budget cuts and uh, California having a bad year, they had to shut down for right now. There's 42 dishes working together, look for radio waves, and they're really hopeful that they could start looking towards those exoplanets that NASA has found. But uh, yeah, so you know, I mean, it was Mike the- Mayla, yeah, do you believe in life yeah. on other planets? Yes, indubitably. And because- what do you think that life looks like? Um, gosh, we have no way of knowing. Cause see, I, I often start to think of like a, 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 a variation of a human form, but I think it could be, maybe it's not human. Maybe it's more like something, I, I don't know how to describe it. 
Um, right. Like my favorite part of Star Trek was that the aliens were just humans with like stuff glued on yes, their foreheads. Right. But I like to think it would be much weirder than that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, um, like, like a praying mantis, of... like a praying mantis okay. or, a, or a cockroach even. So, Greg, what are they going to do now? Are they going to they going to somehow get other funding? For- They're trying. Well, here's what's ridiculous: it only costs two point five million dollars a year to run this, and of course, you know the they're cutting, you know the budget's cutting stuff from all kinds of stuff. You know, Medicare costs so much damn money. Why don't they look at it? To- it's just stupid because only two point five million dollars to drop on the federal budget, and for some reason that's not good enough. For Wait Congress. a minute, the government know. is funding this? Of course, like, they're like. People sure. like the government's paying to find aliens. aliens. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, it should. That's crazy. Okay, Mike Mail. Why do you think that's a crazy idea? Because, like, I believe aliens might be possible, but the government thinking it might be possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just it. Those dummies in Congress don't think it is. So they're not going to fund it. Yeah. Because uh, they're the experts, of course. Naturally. You know. So basically, well, but, but the good news is though that you know unless I'm unless I'm completely incorrect about this, the Allen Telescope Array is still is still there. They're not disassembling it. You know, it's just kind of waiting in some kind of hibernation mode. Is that right? Right. No, I mean they could turn it back on tomorrow if they had the money, which I'm you know I'm sure they'll find it. It's just frustrating that you know we spend billions of dollars on other stuff, and you know what possibly could be the greatest discovery ever in mankind's history. Mm, just, wait a minute. Man. See, what if they've already found? See, I think they know a lot more than they tell us. So, <laughs> so I, I, I'm being serious. I think they know way more. Like yeah. they possibly have aliens that they're keeping experimenting on. Whoa. What? Okay, this is the point where we kind of divorce ourselves from Mike Mail in terms of right. reason. But go ahead. <laughs> go. It, Extend that a little further, Mike. What do you mean well, they've been experimenting on? Like, well, like Roswell. Uh-huh. It's quite possible that they have an alien body down there. Uh huh. Um, well, think about it. Well, I mean, if they're going to admit as much that they're actually looking for aliens, right? That means they probably. So by Roswell, what I mean, what do you? What does that mean to you exactly? Just just so we just to explain it to the layman. <laughs> what would you mean by Roswell? I know it's in New Mexico. Yeah, I think desert part, and yeah. I know that um, some sort of UFO mm-hmm. was seen there in like the forties, maybe. Wow, that's incredible! You're good. This is amazing. am I accurate? Yeah, you're, getting, yeah, you're close. Yeah, that's and good. my understanding is that. Isn't there like a section there that the government has like blocked off, or at some time they blocked it off? Yeah, Area Fifty One's Air Force. That's what it is, Area Fifty One. Yeah. Well, there are at least conspiracy theories about it. That that. So according to Mike Mayella, they have up till now been experimenting on probably cloned aliens that they keep in a desert base in New Mexico. Right. Do you understand that when you say something out like that out loud, it makes you sound crazy? It makes me sound intelligent because intelligent people always speak um, the truth. And sometimes the truth can be crazy. Right. That was was a premature clap, but well done. (laughs) Well done, sir, yes. Yes, intelligent people always speak the truth. You should that should be your bumper sticker. That 
should be. You might, you might remember, listeners, the one of you that's left, that during season one we sold uh, coffee mugs with Mike's face on it. Season right. two is going to be that uh, the bumper sticker with that slogan, intelligence people will always speak the truth. Yes. All right, so Greg, do you have anything up to, to wrap up in, in terms of space? or do you, I mean, Obviously, do you think this is something that we could see in our, in our lifetime if we put a little time and money towards it? Or, or are you like Mike, just total cynicism? That maybe if they find it, let them find us, you know, that type of idea. No, I mean, you could look for hundreds of years and not find anything. The galaxy, the, the universe is huge, but I, don't, I mean, if it costs that much, only that much money to run it, then I think we should definitely keep looking. But Can we just ask this question, though? Do you think if there is alien life, do you, are you on the side that thinks it's going to be good or bad for Excellent us? Excellent question. Greg, address this first because I'd like to take my own shot. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, the uh, there you know just two different schools of thought on this. Sure, but I like to go with uh, you know um, the school of thought that if you if you can if a culture can survive the uh, nuclear technology and not destroy itself, then it's benign enough to interact with our cultures. But I see, I you know. See. See, what I'm thinking here, Mike, and I'm glad you asked me this question as well, because I think what is probably going to happen is somehow a piece of Greg Wolf's DNA that he sent to 23andMe somehow got loose, you know, floating around there in the space. It's probably already been taken in by advanced organisms who have learned to time travel. And look, they're going to come back angry at you. So my fear is one day I'm going to wake up instead of, you know, the mailman, that type of guy in the front. It's going to be an angry Greg Wolf with a pulse rifle. Right. (laughs) I mean, I think that that is what they're they're herding us into camps. I'd like to see Uh, that, actually. Yeah. No, my thought would be if any any civilization can can achieve the means to to fly across uh, the stars at will, uh, they probably have some bad stuff. So... Yeah, I'm you know they're probably uh, you know they're probably not out looking for just places to vacation on. They're probably looking for colonization, our resources. Yeah. So. Well, I'm this, yeah I'm more, yeah I'm more of a pessimist when it comes to most things. I yeah. I agree. Well, thank you. Thanks for playing Greg in space, and never ever let a Greg clone fool you. They're That's all right. evil. They're all evil. Not to be trusted. Not to be trusted. Take it from me. And taking that, we're going to move to our next segment, which is a new segment here for us at Fourth Time Around, which is somewhat rare these days. We must admit. But it's called The Apartment of the Future. And uh, Greg and Mike, why don't you just explain what this is about the DNA and the 23andMe. Why don't you guys just talk about that for a second. Sure. Mike, go ahead. Sure. Actually, uh, Greg, you started it. Greg, go begin first because you're the one that got this ball rolling. Yeah, well, you know, of course, I um, liked on Facebook 23andMe, of course, because I'm a happy, happy customer. And um, I noticed that they were having a special whereby – it's free for the initial test, and you just have to pay for the upkeep. Now, Twenty Three and Me is a company that uh, you send in a uh, some sort of uh, swab or, or liquid, uh, so and they run your DNA and tell you yeah. what you're vulnerable to, where your ancestors are from. Is that a good right. way of summing it up? Greg? Yeah, yeah. You send in a sample of your saliva, mm-hmm. and uh, they can connect you with other people who you're related to. They can tell you what what if you're a carrier for any type of um, disease that you might be born with or what your risk factors are for certain diseases. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the future. I think all doctors are going to require this pretty soon, the uh, next uh-huh. 10 years. And We uh, might, we would say at this time Greg is not a doctor. No. no. Though Mike Mala did spend a majority of his life at the University of Vienna. <laughs> right. 
So, Wait, hold then, on. Uh, Greg decided to get the idea that maybe since liking it from Facebook, uh, he got some kind of special or he realized there was a deal. Is that right, right. Greg? That's right. Okay. And so it was like a one-day deal. So uh, I convinced Mike and Rich to uh, sign up. And uh, so now we're now the adventure begins to see who's going to have better DNA. Now wait a minute, you got you hounded us to sign up. Is yes. more like you wouldn't leave us alone. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. It wasn't like, oh hey, okay. Well, let me ask you. <laughs> let me let me ask you this. Yeah. So he he hunted you down. He made you his roommate. He kept coming to me every five minutes that night to make sure I signed. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I took a look at it and I said, you know what, I don't have an income. But <laughs> this does look like a pretty good deal, and I really want to know what's going on inside of me. So yeah. I signed up. I got I got in on the special. Hmm. So so basically, my fear is, as I've mentioned before, maybe and, and several times on this episode, yes. and certainly on episodes before this episode, is that Greg will probably find a way to clone himself and live forever. Uh, which I know is his sort of eventual goal, you know, either to replace himself uh, with the entire cybernetics or to actually live forever. Uh, so yeah. in the apartment of the future, I imagine that, Mike, you've also done this because of this 23andMe. As Britt, you've done it as well. And uh, naturally, Greg, you're still there. So uh, right. I have some questions for you about the okay. future. So. <clears throat> and my first one is um, – uh, you know what? What? What has changed in terms of uh, of, of big things? Does the sun still rise. You still have sun up there in the future, or is it is it dark all the time? A lot of movies present the future as dark and dismal and gray. You know, what does it look like there? Oh well, you know, I like to think we've built a huge dome over all our cities because the global warming has gotten so bad. Okay, nice. So we have, now we have a fake sun, so it's really okay. kind of projected on there. Okay, on the top of the dome. Nice. Mike, what, what kind of foods are you eating there in the future? Um, mostly um, cabbage <laughs> because it's cheap and um, – well, cabbage and potatoes. <laughs> and Greg will really survive because it's very Irish. We're, it goes back to very Irish, a very Irish diet. Whereas the rest of the world, like the Chinese won't know how to keep up with this. Does that make sense? No. So, okay, cabbage right. and potatoes uh, will be the main diet no, I'm in sorry. the future. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Asians won't know how to handle it, okay. and they're wiped out. Okay. Wait, okay. what? Okay. Just go Greg, with so, it. Greg, do you work in the future? What kind of work do you do there? Oh, uh, well, no. I, uh, I make <laughs> sure all the robots are serviced and that uh, – yeah. You know, you know the newest models are put out there, and nice. Actually, can I? I, I Greg, Greg told me today that in the uh, singularity, yeah, in about twenty-five years, he said, Mm -hmm. when we've reached immortality, he's going to implant his consciousness or upload his consciousness into a computer. Yeah. So that he wouldn't have to. And I said, well, how would you like what about me? Like, how would you survive? How would you eat? And so he says, no, you wouldn't have to work anymore because you're in a you're in a computer. You don't have to eat. Right. That's true. Yeah. You so, you can just <laughs> so Mike Mayola hoverboards in yes. the future. Yes or no? Yes. But they only last there for about a year and then people mm-hmm. get tired of them. Mike Mayola, what's the nightlife like? Um, boring. People start having morning lives. Oh. Because nightlife will become the time when we're 
I think people will actually sleep more. We'll go to bed earlier. Mike, in the apartment of the future, is anybody, <laughs> are you of your roommates married? No, definitely not. We're not gay, but <laughs> in the future, I just have to clarify. Got to kind of wonder, though, we're still roommates in the people, future. But. Yeah, because people keep asking me. No, yeah, we're still roommates. We've just gotten a bigger house. We're all robots, uh, though. Thanks to Greg's good job, whatever he, you know. Yeah, cleaning clean, robots. Cleaning robots. Cleaning <laughs> <laughs> robots. Oh, me. Yeah. It's very generic, yeah. <laughs> cleaning robots. And Greg and I will, Rich and I will still be unemployed, but Greg's mm-hmm. job will be such that he can afford a house for the three of us. Mike, but no, marriage will become obsolete in the future. <laughs> Mike, what's the dominant religion of the future? Uh, there will be no religion. Either that or it'll be Islam. <laughs> My- <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm sorry, good. I got to keep asking questions to Mike. Greg, you can cut out as many as you want, man, but this is too. No, please. This I want to hear this, this too. This is like a Mike the Prophet game. Uh, great stuff. Mike, what animals have gone extinct in the future? Um, rabbits because people want what's really cute and cuddly but (laughs) but they'll find that they try to breed rabbits like they've bred dogs and cats but it will kill the rabbits does that make sense (laughs) so what they're going to be Rabbits, Greg, rabbits will thrive questions? for a while, then they'll die out. So all the cats and dogs will eat all the rabbits? No, yeah. they'll just be overbred. They'll try to breed them to be really big, like real life-size Easter bunnies. And mm. then they'll die out because their bone structures can't support that. <laughs> 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 Mike, do we ever end up going off of oil? No. We start walking more and then oil eventually will be used up but we don't find another source and that's that's when like all hell breaks loose (laughs) are you getting most of your knowledge of the future from mel gibson's mad max (laughs) (laughs) uh well a lot of things in movies have come true so maybe all right well good thank you for playing the apartment of the future so, Greg, do you think that you guys are going to be at all similar uh, in terms of DNA? Um, well, it's possible. You know, part of Mike's DNA is Italian, and, you know, my ancestors were in Southern Europe, so maybe. I see. So if you guys if, – if, if, will this bring you closer as friends to realize that you may be ancestors of some kind? Uh, no, it might, ancestors? might That'd be cool. pull us apart, actually, just because, you know <laughs> – I see. I, I yeah, I'm I'm willing to put with certain things, but uh, you know. But Italian's yeah. not one of them. I'm Being thinking I might. Italian's no good. Well, Greg keeps saying that I might be part Jewish. He thinks. Yeah. Um, which is actually, it, it, and I've asked my parents; they have no idea. My mom doesn't know. He thinks because of the Ukrainian, Russian side that there might be. Uh, a, like the the pale of settlement. Uh, yeah, just the fact that his family left when it did. And, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm really hoping, actually, that I'll be part Jewish. I think that'll be really cool. <laughs> You're the chosen one. 
Right, right. Yeah, funny people. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they that's are true. funny. And for our uh, last segment, we have uh, Michael Mayella in I'm Walking Here. Okay, so the, I got my uh, – so I signed up for the 23andMe, and uh, they send you – in a couple of days, I get a little package in the mail, which is your little kit. Is it like an unnamed brown box? Uh, <laughs> no, that's just it. They label it with 23andMe all over it. So yeah. like anyone walking up can just say, oh, okay, I'll just take this. If it's right, just- exactly. What if someone swiped it and changed out? That, see? Yeah. Exactly. Someone, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because what they do is it's just a real dinky little package, and you open it up, and uh, there, there's a little tube, um, and you're supposed to give your DNA sample. Um, and apparently all you do is they want your saliva. So, and they give you some instructions. They tell you to, uh, you know, massage your cheekbones, uh, you know, to help work it up and work out the saliva, whatever you say. No, you, you massage but, your, your saliva glands in your mouth. Oh, well, maybe I was not rubbing the right place. <laughs> well, I was rubbing somewhere on my face. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was rubbing my cheeks and, um. Because that's what they say to do: rub your saliva glands. Yeah. Where, sure. wait, where are your saliva glands? Inside your mouth, right above, I, like right above uh, your jawbone, right a little bit, a little higher. No, than it, the... no, it's right. Um, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good. Right in your cheekbones, that's a good. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, I was massaging it for a little while. Um, so, and it's, that's all you really have to do. You you spit into this tube up to a certain line that says, uh, "Fill up to here." It's very simple. But then it also here's what threw me off. Okay. Here's yeah. the In the directions, it also specifically said, fill up to the line. It said uh, something It said something like, um, the bubbles don't count, which is really gross to begin with. So what it's saying is, so when you're spitting, there's going to be excess bubbles. It has to be all fluid in that Fluid, thing. exactly. Yeah. So I took that very literally. I didn't want to screw any of this up. I want to know if I'm, you know. If you're I want an arch of Greg from exactly. the days. I want exactly. to know if I'm Jewish. I want to know all this stuff. What what diseases I have to look out for. So I start. I go in the bathroom and I start spitting, and spitting, and spitting, and then I go. Well, it's kind of up to the line, but there are bubbles. Yeah. So I keep spitting some more, <laughs> and <laughs> and here's the problem. So Greg wasn't Wait, how there. How far is this line? Is it? I mean, what are we talking about? Mm, good question. It was two like two and a half inches, maybe. What'd you say? Well, it's at least an inch, maybe two inches. It's a bit. Okay. It's at least two inches, maybe. That's yeah. That's quite a bit. Yeah. It's a bit. They tell you in the instructions it takes uh, up to five minutes to do this. Mm. Though to be honest, I got mine done in like one minute. Yeah, it depends so. if you're dehydrated, of course. You know, it's. I got good saliva glands, though. I think <laughs> my saliva glands, um, they just work really well. I guess. Yeah. So are you, okay. That's interesting comment, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm spinning, and I real and I see that it's getting up to the line. Sure. But then I'm I look at it in the light, and I think to myself, no, that's mostly bubbles. Still, this is one of my grosser. I realize this is one of my grosser. I'm walking ears. No, this is, fits just in perfect with the one that everybody loves <laughs> the most. I think the the famous you, peeing you in you the having to pee in the cup. Yeah, famous right. peeing in the broken cup. A see broken a, cup. Uh, trend here. Yeah. Broken mug. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that's ever mentioned that this show has always mentioned that story so. oh that's flattering that's so gross. 
as I'm, so I continue to spit and spit. Well, I eventually realize that I'm basically filled up most of the tube. Yeah. And what I neglected to remember was when you're done spitting, you have to then close the top of the tube. Um, and on the top, the, basically on the cap of the tube, there's some sort of chemical, so what is it called, Greg? Well, it's this fluid that will preserve the genetic information for, yes. for like a week. Some sort of fluid that's going to chemical. So it seals it, this this against yeah. outside. So, so just in case the post office or you know you forget to put in the mail, right? It'll still be good for another week or so. I see. Okay. I guess something like that. So it's some chemical fluids, and that's going to get. So obviously, fluid is going to add to the fluid that's already in the tube. So I close it, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no, it's about. Anyways, point is. I almost overflowed my DNA sample tube. Yeah. <laughs> as I close. And as I'm doing this, I'm realizing I was laughing because I remember in my mind yeah. the peeing in the broken mug. Yeah. When naturally yeah. people will remember Greg was in the bathroom. I couldn't yeah. wait in the middle of the night. So I grab a broken mug and pee in my bedroom. It's very simple. And the peeing nearing the top of the mug was like my saliva nearing the top of that test tube. <laughs> and I was so worried that I screwed up my whole thing and that I wouldn't know if I was Jewish or not or if Greg and I can still be friends. And So do you only get one vial and that's it? You only get one vial. I know. That's... And I, I was kind of annoyed with 23andMe. I was like, they give you one vial. They don't explain it that well. It's mostly done through pictures. And <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Just this sort of thing. I don't yeah. know how to read pictures very well. I couldn't. It's too. It's, I, I was nervous. I don't know how to read pictures. Well, you know. Point is, though, it did. It turned out okay. So the fluid filled up. Yeah. It just so barely how long, made how it. How long do you have to wait now before you you can uh, tell? Uh, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks, I believe. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. and then they'll send you, Greg. What? They'll send you like a pamphlet or something, and in that will be all your information. No, it's all online. You get an yeah, email yeah. saying you're. Your uh, your stuff's in. Oh, so that's the here's the so here's the other thing. So you know how Greg's agreed to have his DNA saved and they can experiment with it and they're making exactly. clones with him now. Yeah. That's why we say they're making clones of Greg Wolf because most likely they are. Because most of they've already done it. I mean, let me tell you, if the Japanese have this technology, that's what they're doing with it. Right. Done deal. That's done not deal. racist. That's not racist. Yeah. That's fact. That is so. Fact. That's. <laughs> so okay, so I got to. They make you fill out these surveys online after you mail the kit. And um, I got to the part where it does ask you online, do you want yeah. your DNA sample saved for up to 10 years to be used for whatever? And yeah. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? You said no, didn't you? I said no. Nice. I said no because I don't know enough about this stuff. And here's the other thing. Oh, you know what else convinced me to say no? Greg told me just before I did it, he told me that um, a, a former – what was it, Greg? A former CEO of Google started this company. Oh, no, no, no. A wife of one of the founders of Google founded it. Well, still, that's still bad enough. So it has connections to Google. And I thought to myself, you know what, Mike? Google is doing all kinds of stuff that I don't know about. <laughs> They're gathering information for something big. They're getting too yeah. big. And I thought, I don't want them messing with my DNA, making some little clones of me or experimenting on little versions of me. Yeah. Some little Mike Mayo that's trapped and cold and hungry that they're doing experiments on. <laughs> wait, that's you. Oh, that is. Yeah, that's – how is that different? So still – yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we're gonna stick this man and have him live with <laughs> with Rich Simpkins and Greg Wolf. How does he survive? <laughs> They've done this experiment many times over. We're just the clones of clones. <laughs> right, right. He hasn't gone crazy yet. <laughs> That's right. Like the other clones did. Right. In six to eight weeks, you'll be able to kind of report back to us and let us know. Then I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, we'll have a full. We'll have a whole special edition of fourth time around. We'll give you Excellent. a full. Full story on this. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mike. Sure. You can always reach us via email at rlsaver.aol.com or mikemail at gmail.com. Occasionally, we do have awesome letters like our archaeologist friends who does write us from time to time. If you have a funny story about a wedding, go ahead and write it to us because God knows we've been to 100,000 of them. I, as always, am your host, Ross Everett Olsaver, also known as Sir Everett Ross at the Royal Wedding. Um, to the right, Gregory Clyde Wolf II. And you're a baron, I think, or were you... Yeah, no, I, I'm going to have several titles, I figure, okay. to get, you know, to infiltrate very Oh, that's right. There. That's right. Okay. And Mike, Mike Mayella, also known as Count Mike de Jebeldon. Or Emperor <laughs> of the Future. Okay, excellent. Well, I mean, in the future, I'll be known as Emperor. Emperor, just no Mike, just Emperor. Just Emperor. Like when they they refer to Aristotle as the philosopher, that will be just you. Quite possibly, yes. I cannot because, imagine a more terrifying future, my friend. Hmm. Yes, because most people won't survive, but I think I will. I'll survive, and then I'll be like, I want to be called Emperor, and most people <laughs> won't remember what that even means. And yeah, there'll be, be like, like two people left where you're at, and so they go, yeah, sure, Emperor, sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, Well, that's great. That's a happy note to end on. Thank you for listening to episode 36, our season two, episode seven of the fourth time around. You all have a very nice week. I don't do anything for free. I keep my enemies closer than my mirror ever gets to me. And if you think that there is shelter in this attitude, where do you feel? Mike, are you ready? (laughs) Greg. Yeah, I'm here. I can't. Hello? Yeah. What's, oh. what's wrong with you? <laughs> I, had my, I had my volume turned down. I couldn't hear. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting out here yelling. For you. <laughs> oh, that's good. I heard your voice very faintly coming in. <laughs> I was trying to call myself back, and I realized I'm I'm on here this conversation. Oh well. Oh, man. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I was in here yelling, Greg. <laughs> All right. Anyways, okay, I'm ready to go.